Hey, what's up, everybody? This is JC, pastor of Olive Church. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Please don't forget to share our audios. God bless you. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving to all of you listening to this OC Underground podcast. I hope you guys are having a beautiful morning uh, or a beautiful day, whatever it is, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. We want to give you a couple of announcements for our church. We have Sunday services at 10 a.m. We'll provide you the address uh, somewhere in the description. We also have a Spanish service at 1 p.m. We also have Viral G1 where the kids are trying to make putting God first viral. And um, that's at 7 p.m. Also, same address. Wednesdays, we got a uh, Wednesday service at 7 p.m. Spanish at 7 p.m. on Thursday. And we also got Neil Z for the 18 plus kids on Saturday, 7 p.m. All right. So we're going to get this going. Um, today's topic is going to be on gratefulness. This is Esteban. I don't have a nickname. <laughs> and then, then we got the homies over here. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, this is Leo Sierra. This is Bash. And this is JC, Pastor JC, the Mando. The Mando. Right. Nice. All right, Pastor. So you got the topic for us. You, we said we we're going to talk about gratefulness. Um, That's right. We're going to do that Thanksgiving special, right? So, um, yeah, let's just, let's just dive into it, no? Okay. Yeah, first of anything, I just want to rephrase that. I'm Mando before the series, okay? okay. So, yeah, you're not bandwagon, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the series hasn't come out yet. I'm just Yeah, kidding. it's already out. Anyway, so, yeah, absolutely, gratefulness. And this is due to the day, of course, beautiful day of Thanksgiving. And, yes, here we are on this day, Thanksgiving, talking about gratefulness. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring the topic is because we live on such an ungrateful generation. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult, I can say, nowadays to be a Christian. It's not as difficult, of course, as in the times of Paul and in the times of, of, um, uh, of Peter and when they were uh, apostles and trying to build the church and settle the church. But it is difficult now because due to our generations, due to how morals and values change with time, uh, it's very, very hard to, to live gratefully and be grateful. Some people, I don't think they know what being grateful is all about. Right. I think a big part of that is just because how convenient everything is today as well, yeah. you know, because it comes so True. convenient. Whereas even if you go back, it's like hunters and gathers, man, were they grateful to be able to eat a full meal, you know, versus today. I mean, you, you wake up, go to sleep and every, and every hour in between that you can easily be, you know, stuffing your mouth with something, mm-hmm. you know? So I think the convenience of it is definitely watered down gratefulness. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, along with all well, everything in society today too. True. Everyone sees gratefulness just as a word and like as a definition, but not as a principle anymore. Like exactly. Not as a, something nice. you live by. Exactly. It's, I believe gratefulness or being grateful or saying even thank you is, is more of a cliche, a, a cliche, yeah. you know, right. it's more like, oh, you're supposed to, but in reality it's, it's, I believe it's a fruit that. It is born, it's supposed to be born out of uh, uh, natural, I want to say, principle, you know, in our hearts, because it, it, starts, it starts with simply a thought, and then it becomes something you feel, but it's also something you express, you know, and nowadays, people don't care about that. They don't care about how you feel. They don't care about how you think. All they care is, I want now. 
that now thing. Mm -hmm. So we become ungrateful mm -hmm. little by little. And we see it as what's like, because what you said right now about the convenience, we see it as what's convenient for us. And mm -hmm. even that we misinterpret because we can say we can be, we can, we can think about convenience in a very selfish way, or we can think about convenience in a healthy way. You know, what's convenient for you, why you should do this and why you shouldn't do this. But gratefulness is like, like how you said right now, it's just, we only look for, for what's convenient for us in a selfish way. So it makes us ignore to be grateful. Right. So it's your, so basically that the gratefulness isn't something objective. It's very subjective. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's always changing. Yeah. It's never solid. Right. And just having an, an attitude of gratitude can take you so far, you know, being, being, being appreciative of the things that you have. I mean, I think that's what can help anybody get through, through their day. I mean, how many Honestly. times, how many times you like, even myself, like how many times I wake up and I just like, I'm already mad <laughs> <laughs> exactly. or I'm, I'm already yeah. sad, you know, and, and, uh, and, and the alarm clock, you know, you get <laughs> mad, you want to throw that thing out the window. But um, waking up and, and really setting, setting yourself up, so one of the things I personally do is, you know, I get um, my feet on the ground and I just bow my head and I just start thanking God for every little thing that I have. That's you know, right. first and foremost, thank you for waking me up today. Exactly. I mean, how many people didn't get to wake up, mm -hmm. you know, this Thanksgiving? Exactly. You know, and, 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 and it's, it's amazing what will happen in your mind and how it'll shift once you start thanking God for everything that you have instead of thinking about what you don't have or what you have to do that day instead of what you get to do because you are alive and well. Exactly. Right. That's something that I was taught to do when, when I pray is that the first thing you do is say thank you. Yeah. Like that has to be the first yes. thing you do. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for, and then Amen. X, Y, Z. Yeah. Because if not, then it's just like, oh, well, you know, like you're, you're alive, you're breathing, you have the ability to even speak what you're saying okay. and you're, taking it for granted pretty much. True, right. true. Everything goes in vain when you're not grateful. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, especially when, when Christ is not the center of your life, it's when you start using your own strength and then you're not grateful for anything uh, in, your, in your life ever. But then again, you start excusing yourself um, because you work hard, you know, at, at your job or because right. you work hard at... at uh, uh, in your business, right? And then you try to, to uh, reward yourself, right? And you mm -hmm. kind of are grateful for yourself. And it becomes a little bit more selfish thing than anything else. But later we find out that it becomes exhausting because it's so much, uh, we, we focus so much on ourselves. We focus so much on what we did and what we deserve that we don't appreciate you know, or we don't even see God in the picture and we take him out of the picture. And I believe that that's when we become to start being ungrateful, you know, right. and mm -hmm. because we start thinking, I deserve this. I deserve that. I work hard for this. I work hard for that. So when somebody comes and does you a favor or makes you a favor or helps you with something, in reality, you are ungrateful and you're not, you're not grateful because you start thinking, well, I work hard for myself, too. I work hard for the things I do. So um, if somebody helped me, you know, we start taking things for granted. Not only that, but we feel entitled. Yes. You know, we feel entitled for it. Yeah. And instead of, I mean, you can earn things and still be grateful that exactly. it was even allowed to, that, 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 you know, our father even allowed us to, for that to happen. 
And to accomplish that and to achieve that, that we were given the resources, we were given the intellect, we were given whatever it was to accomplish that and just be thankful for that. Um, yeah, too many times, even myself, I've fallen under the, well, you know, well, no, I earned this. Yes. You know, uh, I, I earned it or, or I did it. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned here at all of church is, you know, when, whenever you do accomplish something, give glory to God because that's where it belongs. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, because I mean, I, I, as human beings, and I, I know we're created, we all, we all want the praise, you know, we all want the good job, the pat on Absolutely. the back. And it, it, it teaches you a lot of humility to be able to say, you know what, because of God, I was, you know, I, I was able to do that. So glory to him, exactly. not me. Exactly. And it is so easy to be grateful. It's so easy to simply express your gratefulness to God. And a lot of people don't know this, but in reality, when you're expressing gratefulness to God, you are actually worshiping him. You're worshiping out of gratefulness. And a lot of people don't know this, and, and that can turn into a blessing towards you. Right. You know, um, and, and so many people don't see that. They don't see it when, when other people bless us with either um, things or even pay because of work or business help. And, or help, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't see it. So, um, like I said, it becomes a burden after a while because you start feeling entitled, you start uh, feeling you deserve it, and then when you don't have it, that's when you feel betrayed mm -hmm. and you feel angry and it, it becomes exhausting. Yeah. But if we see it through God, through Christ, then that's a different story because then again, you're being grateful for what he's giving you for the that's doors right. that he's opening towards us. That's so true because, and it goes back to what you said in the beginning, that gratefulness is a fruit of, of living on a life um, based on biblical principle. Because I was just thinking like when someone helps Personally, me before, when someone would help me, mm -hmm. you know, superficially, I would say, oh, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. Or I would say thank you. And I would act grateful based on my own understanding. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was here. I was thinking I was grateful. But then it happens that the, you expect that from people at some point. Mm -hmm. It's like subconsciously that when they don't do it, you're just like, well, what's going on? And right. you, feel, you kind of feel attacked and you kind of feel like against the wall. And that's the that's the difference between gratefulness on your own understanding and gratefulness as a fruit that comes from God and as a principle that comes from God. Like when it's with you, all you do is just reason about it. All you do is just um, um, expect it from people. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now look at what 2 Corinthians 4.15 says. It says, all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. You know, simply because of grace, simply because God decided to give us his holy grace. You know, we are ex uh, excused or justified through that. Just that alone should make us feel grateful, you know, and for everything in general. So there alone, like you said earlier, too, it just waking up in the morning. That's grace right there. And yes. you have to be grateful because that's when God is manifesting your life, you know, and. Of course, sometimes I'm believers and I have to bring it up in every mm -hmm. podcast because, you know, I want also to reach out to them. This exactly. is not just for, you know, believers, but it's also for unbelievers. You know, I think it's important uh, for them to understand that they don't have to carry the burden uh, all with themselves. If they were just to say, I'm grateful, God, even though 
they don't feel it or they don't believe it, I believe that's going to take some burden off their shoulders too. You know, um, being grateful to God, it shouldn't be something weird or empty. It shouldn't be something that um, it's a cliche, like you said earlier. It's got to be a fruit. It's got to be something you feel. It's got to be something that you do. It's got to be something that is born naturally, mm-hmm. you know, and be uh, uh, appreciative of what God has been doing with our lives, especially our health. A lot of us take for granted our health, you know, and yes. next thing you know, we're sick or we get hurt or um, or when some when people pass, pass away, you know, just when people pass away, it's unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're here today and then next week you're not. Yeah. And then people say, well, I just talked to him last week. I just talked to him yesterday. Yeah, I can't believe he's, he's dead. He's not here any longer. And then you start thinking about life, right? And what if that was you? What if that was me? And we start thinking about that. And, and sometimes we have to wait to be impacted with death to be able to say, okay, I need to be more grateful yeah. with God. You know? and, and unbelievers become believers, I'll tell you, because... Uh, uh, even though in their mind and in their heart they say it's a natural cause to die, but in reality it still will shock you, mm-hmm. you know, to think what's after, what's next, right? And what better than to be grateful and 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 passing away, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing where you're going to be because of grace, mm-hmm. you know, and the gratefulness of it, and being grateful for it. There's something to look forward to. You don't have um. It's not like the f- that. I can't imagine, like, it probably, people probably think that's just, that's the end and death, you know. Exactly. Uh, look at what Colossians 2, 7 says this. It says, rooted and built up in him. In who? Talking about who? Jesus. Jesus himself, right? Strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. You know, rooted in him. And that alone will bring you so much strength and it will bring you so much confidence. You know, and that confidence uh, will make you tough and it will make you uh, strong in character. And then you will feel overflowing with thankfulness. Um, Example, I remember me being lost in so many years in the world and living the life I was living. Um, It wasn't easy, especially because I didn't have have a, a, a close relationship with God. I will remember God. I was a believer, but I did not believe Him, you know, because there is a difference believing in God and, and believing God, right? Right. Um, and once you are rescued and once you are found and you go back home into the truth of the Word of God, you become rooted in Him and He begins to start building you up and strengthening you in His faith. And then sooner than later, you are just grateful. And the other day I was saying in church, you know, you can be going through a storm. Very difficult to call it health, call it uh, scarcity, call it economy, uh, and uh, just a difficult time in your life. But guess what? You still will be grateful, mm-hmm. you know, and at peace, which is the best part of it. Mm-hmm. The peace and the gratefulness have to be some of the greatest fruit that I've been able to experience. You said going through, uh, going through the trials and and mm-hmm. going through uh, just life that every everybody goes through, but. You know, I believe us through the fruit that we've got through our through our church and through your pastor through the through his word. Dang, um, we've been able to, 
you know, really experience peace and joy through a storm. Exactly. And and I really think that's where a lot of people get it mixed up whenever they come to Christ that everything's gonna get easier. Yes. And this, <laughs> it, uh, um, I'm not here to tell you if it gets easier or harder. I can tell you for myself personally, it got harder. But what I learned from that is how to have peace in the storm right. instead exactly. of being so frantic and worried and and just knowing. And, and, and it's funny, you guys were teaching me this earlier today, but knowing his sovereignty and that he knows what's best and that he's going to guide us to. That's know, it. I mean, the word of God states that, you know, it yeah. says that his will is what? It's perfect. perfect. It is good. And what else? Just. Pleasing. It's pleasing. Why? Because God knows best for us. You know, now look at what Colossians 3.15 says. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. So not only, not only we have peace, but we are called to be a team, mm -hmm. a family, you know. And once you become a family, I promise you, you will become uh, more confident because now you know that you have the, the spiritual support, the moral support um, in our church. And that's something to be very grateful with, you know, and it's not to throw glory for us, but I mean, the amazing work that the team did in the church uh, for Feed a Family. Right. You know, the goal was how many families were we supposed to help? We were supposed to feed 30. 30, right? It started with 20. I think. It started with 20. 20. And then and somebody upped the ante and said, well, I don't want to do 30. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up doing 50. 50? No, I believe it was 62. What? Wow. 62? I thought it was 50-some families. 62. Wow. Well, that's amazing. 62 families, you know, um, that is something only a team can do. Something a family can do all together. Mm -hmm. But see, it takes gratefulness for us to be able to be activated into that kind of mentality. That's right. Um, if, if, if we don't think like that, then we're going to be selfish. And when we become selfish... Uh, it's because we're reasoning within our mind saying that I better do this and that to be able to help myself. But when you get out of your way to help somebody else and you become part of that body in Colossians is talking about, then you become grateful. Mm -hmm. And once that happens, boom, something like this is going to happen where we are able to help the community, not just our church members, but also the community of Tucson. Yeah. You know, that was really an impact. I mean, yesterday when this lady came and picked up um, uh, her Thanksgiving meal, um, she started to cry, mm -hmm. and 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 it was it was amazing to see that she was expressing that gratefulness through tears because she couldn't say much. I don't know if you guys remember. Right. She couldn't say much, but she started to cry. Mm -hmm. You know, and immediately. All that has to say is it's all for God. It's all because of him That's right. that we're doing uh -huh. this, you know, and we allowed her to see that we are a family and that we want her here. And I told, I remember telling this lady, I said, there's more we can give. This is just, this is not just uh, the material the things. I yeah. said, there's a lot more. Of course, I don't think she was thinking about that. I think uh, uh, she was thinking maybe materials, but mm -hmm. I meant spiritual, right. you know, spiritual food. Mm -hmm. Um, Imagine if, if she would have been uh, in communion with God, I promise you, you can go through any storm, but because of the spirituality in that relationship you bring with God and knowledge and wisdom, mm -hmm. they won't be feeling like that.
That's right. I remember from the preaching on on um, that you gave on the fruit of joy. I remember you gave the uh, the definition of 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 joy, um, and you know, you said it was a gladness through any circumstance. Yes, the act yeah. of gladness through any circumstance, and yes. and it's and it's um. For example, that lady, I can only imagine what 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 she what she might be going through mm-hmm. and everything that all the trials that she might be seeing right now. Maybe maybe she didn't have enough to pay for for the uh, for the food. Maybe she had a few children. Maybe it was just like any other day, not not just trying to celebrate Thanksgiving. Exactly. They probably just didn't have any food in general. And for them to see that through that material, you can you they can they can um be inspired to to uh, to begin to learn more about God and. How you said you offer them more than just the material, not just more than just the material, like for example, the knowledge and exactly. spirituality. I mean, uh, spiritually speaking, the food that they were, their right. people are getting here is amazing, you know. And this is all through the teachings that I've learned from my pastor, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, backing it up with the Word of God and 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 coming directly from the Word of God, which is uh, the most amazing thing. Um, that's the part of the revelation that God brings to you that makes you uh, feel like you're full uh, of his glory in that emptiness that sometimes we build because of our burdens, you know. Um, But it's through God that he helps us with our spiritual food and makes us grow and makes makes us get stronger. And then again, it comes again to uh, when you get to the point of gratefulness, it's because God is fulfilling that emptiness in our hearts you know god is doing his work Mm. and it's amazing because once you start uh understanding and learning the word you become impervious to any problem any situation um any circumstance that comes to your life you actually say bring it on you know you're ready to to attack the problems head uh, uh head first i say because um you're confident that god will overcome in your life that's right I like that you say that because so many people think that that stuff's not that impervious means that, that it's not going to happen to them. You know, yes, exactly. Uh, it's that they're going to be able to resist because mm-hmm. you got you know the one that's above all, mm-hmm. uh, God in your heart. Yeah. Um, what it sounds like more and more is that if if you understand the process that of anything that you automatically become more and more grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, something that will always bring people to tears in. In, a, in the congregation or, or anywhere is when you start to explain what Jesus went through, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 40 days and 40 nights that he was in the desert, um, even, even on the cross. I think that's what it has more of an impact, if anything, is that before, you know, in order to get that, that uh, the, the sigh of relief that your sins are forgiven, you'd have to go find the fattest, the most beautiful lamb ever, mm-hmm. sacrifice it, and then you'd be good. But not, it wasn't even you communicating with God, it was someone else. Mm-hmm. And so then you, you realize the giant process that, that God had to, had to create and have people go through so that we can come to the point where we literally just say, hey, God, I'm sorry, and it's done. Right. And I, so I think that when, when, you, when you learn more about, about the Bible and the Word, and you, you read more about the process, that you begin to understand it more and more and more, and you begin to be more grateful for it. Bash, that's so wide. How old are you? Um, so 18. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, you taught me something big there too, because even to understand, just to see how, you know, uh, how everybody worked as a team for that Feed a Family event that we had, mm-hmm. 
if you came and you were just at the door and you helped hand out food, like um, which um, uh, there's a few people that came and did that, which was great. I mean, they helped. I'm not um, shaming any of that. What I'm saying is if you came that, you really didn't understand the whole process of everything that went into that. Because my fiance Jennifer was the one running, uh, uh, um, kind of the leading, leading that pack, mm-hmm. and seeing everything that she went through, I said, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea that this was going to require that much work," <laughs> which made me that much more appreciative that we have a team and a leader in Jennifer that was willing to head on that thing and really understand all the the process that went into that. And when you understand that everything that that she had to go through, that team had to go through to do that. I think the people that were crying and that were really showed the most gratitude started to think about the process of everything that had to happen through that exactly. to be to mm-hmm. have that gratefulness. And, and you know what? The greatness about that is that we we don't expect anything in return as right. a church or as leaders or members. Right. Nothing in return. Um, all we wanted to do is fulfill what God placed in, in the member's heart, which is feed a family. Right. Right. And. Um, when we saw it happening little by little and how it started to form and the fundraising and everything that it was done, it, you know, it takes a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. And, and, and I'm sure, you know, it feels good when somebody says thank you and you're like a pat in the back, you know, for doing such a good job. But then again, once you understand uh, God's love and you understand his word and the spirituality behind the word of God, then you don't, you're not ready to receive anything. You don't want to receive anything. Wow. It's simply out of our hearts, and it's simply just to fulfill God's will. And that's the best part of it. you know. Yes. But for the person to feel grateful for what God is doing without yes. even us expecting anything in return, to them was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I wish we can just open our doors and show it and, and, and have so much more food to be able to give out, especially on this Thanksgiving Day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, God, I think, orchestrated everything so perfectly for the people that really had the need come and get, you know, their food. And, and it was just something amazing to see the gratefulness, you know, right. of the families. And you should see the, the amount of texts and, and, and a couple of phone calls I got of people being so grateful for what we were doing. You know, I almost felt mm-hmm. bad because mm-hmm. my job was only like to make some phone calls and <laughs> be here, right? But then again, uh, the Bible says, you know, we are one body. And right. as a body of Christ, we work together. And sometimes you're going to be a hand. Sometimes you're going to be the ear. Sometimes you're going to be the eyes. But we work together to make things happen. And, right. and that is, that's pretty much amazing. So I think our reward towards that comes with um, uh, simply just following God's will, listening mm-hmm. to his voice, and doing what we were called to do. That's right. That alone is just plenty just knowing that we're being used by him alone we should be grateful just for that because that means that he is considering us uh part of his children part of his kingdom you know that was one of the most fulfilling things yesterday to have I believe to so. have you know uh god just to know we were doing his will and helping out his children and our brothers exactly. and sisters i mean i that was such a beautiful day and exactly. and it was tiring you know i think that going back to gratefulness yeah. you know the, we get to do that we didn't mm-hmm. have to do anything the, dude, I, we get to and we 
And because God, you know, chose us to do that for him. You know yes. how grateful I am even just for that, you yes. know, that to get to be a part of that. And as exhausting as it was, uh, I mean, running back and forth. And I'm just talking about just the day and not even everything up to that. Mm-hmm. And I think what pushes us through that day is the gratefulness, uh, the gratitude that we have that he would even use us as an instrument to accomplish exactly. that. Exactly. I mean, yeah, the, 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 I like how you said that the, the gratefulness from the people, like it felt good and all of that. Mm-hmm. But to know that, that God was, you know, he blessed us so that we can bless others. Exactly. Oh, man. I mean, that's what, exactly. a, what a feeling. And, and it's amazing how we can do anything in unity, you know, anything as a family. And this is why the church should be together, working together. And next year, I think we should do something different. I think we should buy the, uh, the, groceries. the groceries ourselves. And, and get the church working together and make like a, what do you call it? One of those lines? An assembly line. An assembly line. <laughs> and imagine making a box. That'd be cool. And, and everybody working together and even the kids getting involved, you know, and, and building a box for the families out there. You know, I think that would be more rewarding. The church will feel more part of it. And mm-hmm. this is exactly how we should work. It awakens it awakens the gratefulness for the for the ones serving, for the ones helping. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to that. Like, I don't know how true this stati- statistic is, but uh, last year, between November two thousand eighteen and January two thousand nineteen, there was eleven suicides here in Tucson. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, I think you used to work in the in the was it the restoration for houses that get burned down and all that. You have to go in clean the houses. Or oh, for, for Habitat or, for Humanity? Is that what you're talking about? I, probably. I'm not too sure. Well, this friend of mine at work actually was telling me that she used to work in this, in this company that she goes into houses, for example, if they had a flood or if they had a, mm-hmm. a burn or, okay, if, no, no, or no, if they no. like, committed suicide or if someone died in there. They, oh, went, yeah. they went in there and they cleaned those I houses. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, you did? Okay. Yeah. So she was telling me that last year, between November and January, it was um, within, that's what, November, all of November, December. And all of January, that's three months. Mm-hmm. 11 suicide in Tucson. Wow. In just Tucson. And that's probably like, again, that's not as, uh, I don't have the, the, the what's it called? Resources for the, for the numbers. But you, you begin to think, people superficially think that these are the happiest times. These are the family times. Mm-hmm. These are, but because it's family times, most of the time it's probably the saddest times for people because they don't probably they probably don't have a family to celebrate it with. Mm-hmm. So that whole idea of, of of giving back to the community, especially in these times, is 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 really cool because again, not everyone has that privilege to go to go to a family. So that's another yeah. reason why we should be grateful. You know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's funny you say that because um, I work for some of the funeral homes here in Tucson, and they tell me that. The month of November, December, and January are the, the busiest months for them. And it's sad to hear, you know, to hear like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, and it's true, 11 suicides, you know, to, my question is, where, where were we? Right. Where were we? You know, and, and this is exactly why we have to have this sense of, of urgency to be able to reach out to our community and bring these people with these uh, uh, depressive or with their needs, with well, them. yeah, with anxiety problems to bring them in and help them out of that, those thoughts and that mentality, you know, mm-hmm. um, again, and we're not doing it for our glory. We're doing it for God. But 
um, that alone just makes me think, where were we? You know, 11 suicides, where were we? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it just makes me think we got to do more because those numbers need to come down. And actually to the point where it comes to zero. Right. And, and again, thank God for this amazing community that we have in Olive Church because we are a team. And I can see that maybe we can build a strategy or something yeah. to be able to reach out more. You know, the people that are uh, committing su- or trying to commit suicide. Uh, what does that tell us? That they're either depressed, they are going through anxiety, some people stress, you know, and how it starts. And mm-hmm. we should be reaching out and, and we should be trying to bring them over. But I promise you one thing. Once these people see the truth and once they see that God uh, is, should be the center of their lives and they become to start feeling grateful, yeah. then they will change their mind about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember this nine-year-old uh, little girl that was found uh, already. Her face was turning purple, and her lips were turning purple, hanging from her closet's uh, uh, hanging uh, rod. And, and mom found her almost about to die. Actually, I think it was grandmother who found her. You know, um, they called me from the school, so I went and I started talking to her. She started coming to the youth group. And, you know, change her mind completely about it, you know, and now she's a little older because this was in the beginning when we first started about three years ago. And her, her mentality is totally different now, you know, change her mentality because of how we confront these issues. Nine years old thinking mm-hmm. about suicide. Yeah. And well, almost a year ago, about a year ago, uh, I had to do a funeral for an eight year old who committed suicide. Eight years old. Can you believe that? Already thinking about these things that should tell us uh, what kind of world we live in. Because mm-hmm. at eight years old, I was still playing with Hot Wheels and right, right. GI Joes. You know what I mean? Trumpos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Having the time Kamikas, of my life. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, at eight years old, I had no worries in order for me to think that I needed to die. You know, what kind of mind thinks that they need to die? At nine know? years old or at eight nine, years old. Yeah. yeah. Or any. Age. Exactly. Something very difficult must be happening at home that they see uh, that they need not to live there anymore or not to live anymore. And not, not only that, I mean, that's obviously the biggest part of it, but the world is more connected today than it has ever been. Right. And so what that means is a lot of people are able to express their opinions and, and their, their reasoning behind things. So yeah. it's so accessible. So we cling on to the reasoning of other people and what they're saying and all these so-called influencers, these, yeah. these from from YouTube and uh, so many different places that we're just filled with man's reasoning. That's mm-hmm. true. And I think that's where a lot of the problems come from is because what you were teaching me about sovereignty earlier. I mean, how can mm-hmm. we reason with God's sovereignty? I mean, he, he knows what's best for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the example that you used. I loved it is a a mom or a dad. Town, you know, taking the chocolate away from their from their child because they're mm-hmm. going to get either an upset stomach mm-hmm. or they're going to get cavities. The child's not going to understand that. Exactly. They're not. They're going to have no. They're just going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because the reasoning of what they have at the, at at a young age is the chocolate tastes good, so I want it. But the parent knows, hey, you're going to end up getting cavities. You're, exactly. you know, you're going to uh, you're going to have an upset stomach. You're not going to be able to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. 
and all of that. So we need to understand really, truly what God's sovereignty is, what, you know, mm-hmm. and what he wants us, what he wants us to do. And even if you don't understand it, mm-hmm. you got to have faith that it's going to be the best for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard it one time, um, I forgot from who, but someone had put it this way. Um, God's sovereignty is very much like when you take a, a newborn baby to get its, uh, its shots. Right. Imagine, you know, you're a baby, you can't really, you, you can't say anything, you're just there defenseless. Right. And your, your parent, someone that loves you, is taking you to get stabbed by this freaking <laughs> huge needle. And you're just crying, and you're like, what's going on? What's going on? And in reality, you don't even know that what, what, the, what your parent is doing for you is helping you mm-hmm. live the rest of your life and to not get sick and to not die. And so even when we, when we go through the gutter, when we go through the storm, we have to be thankful for that too. Right. Just, just how a baby is when they get their shots. We're, we're going through the same process. Yeah, why, why is God stabbing me with this big old needle, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's beautiful, man. And it's um, for like anyone that, that, can, that can go through depression, really the, the way out is to fix your focus anywhere else well, actually, not anywhere, sorry. Actually, towards God, that has nothing to do with anything else that's going on around us. Like, Because right. you, how you said with the influencers, mm-hmm. we, um, we look up to people and we get inspired by people um, because of what they say. And rightfully, you yes. know, sometimes people have you know, some knowledge and some wisdom that they want to provide. Right. But when you, you don't have a solid foundation on your beliefs and, and on, on who you are mm-hmm. in God, then um, you're gonna, we will be all over the place. Yeah. So if we fix our focus on God for all those people that, that can and that have gone through depression or are going through depression and probably out getting out of depression, to not fall into that, we need to fix our focus on God. Because one of the orders one of the things that we've learned here at Olive Church is the order. The order of how to have peace in your life. Yes. Which is first it's God. Mm-hmm. Then it's you. Then it's, you know, spouse and then the the, the list goes on, right? Mm-hmm. But God is first because we're imperfect. Exactly. Every single person isn't perfect. So no matter who we look up to or um, who, who we turn to, it's never going to be fulfilling. Yeah. It's never going to be fulfilling. And, and when we fix our focus on God, all those stresses, we have to ignore them for, 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 to, to fix our focus on God. And then from there, we get to know ourselves and we get to love ourselves because we begin to see ourselves with, God, with God's eyes and not our own eyes. Exactly right. So, Pastor, I'd like to ask you, because sure, I'm, I'm intrigued, okay? Um, what are you thankful for? Well, um, to start, I'm thankful, I think, simply just to be with my eyes open about the truth in the world, you know, uh, about the Word of God. I am thankful for, for being part of God's children, for being... Uh, part of of this amazing work that we're doing with uh, Olive Church. Um, the definition of grateful, uh, I found it in the Webster's Dictionary, and it says, appreciative of benefits received. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just that word benefits, you know, the receiving, the receiving of the benefits, that alone uh, takes me to why I'm a I'm grateful for and that it's the same thing as understanding uh, if you are with God, you know, you're going to be the most confident, secure person. So I'm grateful Mm -hmm. with that. 
And now that I know this, everything else that follows through should be piece of cake for me. Right. You know, uh, it, it has to be because God provides for us. He opens doors. Right. In our lives. But in order for that to happen, we need to understand that he should be the center of our lives. Like uh, Esteban was saying, he needs to be first, become first in our lives. And once that happens, then we become independent of the dependencies mm-hmm. and dependent of God. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense, but yes. we become independent of people, of people, things, money, money mm-hmm. work, business, all that. And we become dependent on God and his grace mm-hmm. and his sovereignty and his will. Wow. Living and by his faith. Plan, living living by faith, faith, practically, yes. So uh, that alone tells me, okay, God is with me. I'm grateful because I'm part of this amazing plan that he has for my life. Right? Everything else should fall in place. Right. It should be easy for me to accomplish and overcome. And if we don't see it like that, then we're going to struggle yeah. the, the rest of our days. You know, um, unbelievers say, well, there's no God. So how, why should I cling or, or hang on from some, something that is not there or someone that is not there? You know, and, and well, it's, it's, it's sad to say, but uh, sooner than later, this person that is dependent on his own strength and ego and pride, sooner than later, will be exhausted and get tired. Mm-hmm. And it will find, they will find themselves stressed or worry. going through anxiety, worry. Or depression you know and guess what happens then mm-hmm. suicide you know and it's that it's sad to to say it but it's the truth how many famous people how many rich people don't commit suicide uh because you know they rely on or depend on money or depend on fame or who they are right uh and in reality they are unhappy mm-hmm. and nothing fills them you know what is it is it our stubbornness for not believing god or or uh, doubting who God is, you know, we shouldn't. We should be at all times grateful and putting God first in our lives and simply, like I said, acknowledge Him. Even mm-hmm. if you are an unbeliever, you know, try Him, test Him, and exactly. he, he will come and He will answer you. You know, Jeremiah 33 3 says that. It says, uh, Come and I will show you all the great, great marvels that you ignore, that you don't know. And, and it's through only through God that He can show you and teach us. Mm-hmm. who he is and what he's got for us in, in his amazing plan you know amen mm. what about you bashi um, what are you grateful for I, I i emphasize it a little bit to me i think i'm i'm most grateful for the process because uh at one point i i didn't acknowledge it and i was ungrateful for it and i think that for me personally i think that's that's something important that now I should be grateful to God for is that uh, before I was no one and now I am someone before I was lost and now I'm found. Amen. And I think that's what I'm grateful for, that I went through a certain, a certain uh, timeline of events in order to get to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, now that I'm going through other events, I'm trying to, trying to keep that, that gratefulness for the past and now. That way I don't become ungrateful, if that makes any sense. If you're in the middle of the storm, are you grateful for it? Yeah, I, I, that's one thing that I, that I learned to be more grateful for is, is, the, is the storm part. And I think um, when, when, you, when you realize that God is sovereign, there's no other way, that's when you, 
you become even more grateful for the storm because you're you, whatever whatever the outcome it's for a greater good that you don't understand because okay, you understand that it's a process right exactly right mm-hmm. and that's awesome what about you leo hey you <laughs> Man, i'm 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 grateful for so much in my life i mean i'm grateful that um i'm that that, that god has surrounded me along so many amen. amazing people amen you know and I'm, I'm so grateful you know like i said even that i just woke up today that i got working legs working arms a half working mind sometimes you know um i'm just so I, I, i'm so grateful that he's present and that he's that that i that i'm alive or i'm awake to his presence in my life i'm thankful for the 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 sovereign hand that he has on us i'm thankful for the process for the trials the tribulations i'm i'm thankful for the light the light always being there no matter how dark it may be that uh that that i know that he's there for me and that he's going to guide me all the way through like a spotlight going through a dark tunnel you know i may not see all the way at the end but he always illuminates at least what's right in front of me so that i can continue to walk forward I'm I'm grateful for my my parents, my my beautiful family, my fiance, her family, my friends. Man, it's just I can go on and on and on about everything I'm grateful for, but I'm grateful that he that he loves me. And I'm grateful for this life. I'm grateful for everything that's happened. I'm grateful for everything that's happening and grateful for everything that's going to happen. Um everything everything that's to come grateful for you know to be able to be part of this church that's going to be able to influence so many people's lives and and in such a big way too you know i know it's 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 quality over quantity but we are going to be able to deliver on a big level to a big quantity of people as well Mm -hmm. too because the fruit here the food that we have here at this church is is unmatched It's, it's it's unrivaled and it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time before, like you said, we reach those people, Pastor, exactly. that are out there. And, and, you know, I think what God's doing with that is that he's building uh, the pillars. He's, he's building the, the solid leaders. Uh, and, and we're not, you know, 20, 30. We're, I think, what, about 115, 16 members that come every, almost every Sunday. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and, and, and God is building them all together at the same time. To be able to reach out, you right. know, uh, and, and without hiding any knowledge, without hiding hiding any wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, God is simply expressing His His spirituality to us through the Word, and not only that, but making us solid to be able to bring more people, like you said, mm. you know. What about you, mm-hmm. Esteban? What are you grateful for? Mm. Let's see. I think we all said it. Um, it has to be. It has to be the example that we that we have. That we have here at church, like well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get tired of saying that that we come to church because we see an example of a healthy family, we see the example of what a exactly. healthy lo- lifestyle is, and not anyone in particular, not any person known just because oh, because Leo's healthier, because it's that one's healthier, pastor, mm-hmm. pastor, pastor's family, or this family, or that family. Mm-hmm. It's just how we come together as one Amen. here Amen. at our, at the church, the example that that we have here, and because of that. There has been fruit in my life, and Amen. I can Amen. and I can give glory to God to, for that because um, there was a point where 
I can tell you that I never wanted to talk in a good sense personally about my parents or my family. Right. And ask me if they changed right now. They <laughs> they haven't changed. And but the way I see them now is completely different. The patience and the and the love that God has shown me, I've been able to show them and I've been able to to honor them. And now I'm so they're 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 people that I that I give thanks to give thanks for as well. And um yeah, overall the the example that we have here at Olive Church, the teachings that we have here, like you said it well. Um it's unmatched because it's so truthful. Yes. Because it's so profound and so well centered on the ground. And it's Amen. um not only are we gonna reach the quantity, but the quality that that quantity is gonna get right. of the of of the teachings, the sol- solidarity of of it is gonna be it's it's just life changing and I'm confident about it because it happened to me and it happened to you and it happened to all of us here. And again, and it's it's probably gonna sound contradicting to what I just said, but we're not we're we don't teach based on experience. We teach well, at least pastor doesn't teach based on experience. Pastor teaches based on the word of God, which is truth and never changing. Amen. Experiences change. Yeah. God doesn't. Right. <laughs> so that's why I have confidence that the quantity of people that are going to listen to what's going to be preached here at Olive Church is going to be quality. Because yeah. it's going to be and And the solid. experience that, that I talk about sometimes or I mm-hmm. teach on is, is only for, uh, uh, to back up what God has done in my exactly. life. You know? To give God the evidence. Yeah, it's a testimony of yeah. what Christ did in my life. You know, and, 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 and that's how it is. But it's all for His glory. Amen. Um, you know, my pastor, who was a very wise person himself, you know, uh, he used to tell us all the time, you guys are going to be better than me. You guys are going to be better than me. And Jesus himself said it. I say it to you guys, you know, and, and, and guess what? I can't wait to see the fruit. I just, I just hope that God in his sovereignty keeps me alive enough for me to see when that happens. Now, look at what Colossians 4.2 says. It says this. It says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So uh, in order for us uh, to build that confidence, that security, we need to devote ourselves to prayer and being watchful of the word and being thankful for what he does for us in our lives. So we have a responsibility uh, uh, in order for us to be part of the family that we're working on. And that is to, be, to, be, uh, to devote ourselves in prayer, to be watchful of the word, and to be thankful for everything that he gives us, you know. And it's very important for us because, again, we have a lot of things why to be thankful for uh, with our families, with our jobs, with with our with our church. But, you know, to maintain that gratefulness, that is uh, another level, mm-hmm. yep. you know, maintain our gratefulness because uh, through time we've seen it. You know, you, you, you can't deny that we've seen it uh, as time goes by, you know, people come and go. Mm-hmm. But those who stay and decide to take the spiritual food and become solid and strong and, you know, uh, are, are only becoming that. Uh, I have a preaching that I'm developing right now that it's, I titled it um, only, only the what survive? What do they say? The strong. Only the strong survive, right? That's what they say. But I titled it only the self-controlled survive. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Only the self-controlled survive. Um, why am I titling it like that? Because you are strong if you have self-control, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if you understand uh, to be grateful 
that that means that you have self-control because um, you're not speaking out of your out of your mouth only. You know, it's got to come from the heart, from the mind. And and to be able to have self-control, to be able to um, understand that we have a responsibility, like I just read right now, it is to be in reality grateful, to be thankful Amen. and to sustain that gratefulness, to keep it forever and ever. And, and you know, that's the best part of it. The that's more right. you build this relationship with God, the, bold, the, the more you build this intimacy with him, the more grateful you're going to become. And this is going to be due to the knowledge that you're going to receive, due, due to the strength you're going to receive. And the more dependent you become of God, the more grateful you're going to be. Amen. You know? Amen. Well, I, you know what? I just remember something. I wanted, I wanted to point out another thing that I'm grateful for. Um, the, um, I think it's so easy for us to confuse gratefulness as something to receive. Like, for example, we expect people to be grateful. Mm-hmm. We expect people to give thanks. Yeah. And I just, I'm not gonna lie, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, to fight sometimes and we're, you know, we're imperfect. And to see, that's, that's one of the things I'm very grateful for of here at Olive Church. There's nothing that's expected of you, nothing that's expected uh, of you to do, act, say, or, you know, be. All you have to do is just be yourself. And because of that, because, uh, or actually that comes from being a grateful person, mm-hmm. a grateful leader. So I think that's where it all starts from. Like the, that fruit that we, um, that spiritual knowledge that we're getting here and the fruit that we're bearing is due to the gratefulness of our leader and, the, and of yeah, our yeah, leaders. Yeah, yes. yes, exactly. So we're grateful for you, Pastor and Pastora, what you guys have done here. We're grateful man. for you too. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. And to be able to be here from the start and to see how much we've grown. Yes, exactly. To, you know, getting our own, you know, to get in our own church. Yes. Our own building to, I mean, even doing live feeds yes. and uh, podcasts now. Even <laughs> I mean, it's 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 such a pleasure to two, two to years see. ago. Would you did you see yourself doing this two years Ab- ago? Never, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> uh, never, never. I didn't never. know what a podcast was. No. <laughs> <laughs> never, not two years ago. Never in a million years would I ever thought this would happen. But yeah. Um, by the grace of God, we're here, and, Amen. and uh, I'm grateful that I just get to be a part of the journey and, and the start of, you know, all of church. And exactly, and that's the best part of, of it all, because we think, you know, we started one, one speaker, mm-hmm. right? A uh, yeah. couple microphones, you know, a projector that costed more than my car back then, you know? <laughs> uh, and, you know, and, and we started, we started doing this gratefulness with gratefulness because uh, I knew what God was going to do. And, and my, like Beth said right now, living by faith is, is something that I'm very grateful for mm-hmm. because when you live by faith, God provides. Amen. The first thing God gives us is vision as you start living by faith. And where there's vision, there is provision. Probably. And God will provide, trust me. Amen. And all you have to do is say, I believe, I have faith, and God is going to give us Wow. And that's all you need to start. And, and look at from that thought and that feeling in the heart, look at all this in three years. You know, and I couldn't ask for more. 
trust mm-hmm. me uh, we can find a strategy the way to fill uh, the church to be able to move to the next church but mm-hmm. for what if they're not going to be solid right you know the sheep need to be mm-hmm. solid they need to be eating solid food healthy food for them to grow and and guess what provide more sheep that's right you know uh and and what kind of sheep are we going to get solid sheep right. solid sheep healthy sheep uh and and that's the idea you know because we can go ahead and do and and start finding the strategy to bring more sheep and more sheep and more sheep but to what point what kind of church do we want to be we are so healthy and this is why i'm so grateful you know i'm not conformed okay let me let me clear that i'm not conformed with what we have i think it's going to be more but we have to take it a step at a time yeah in a solid way the pace is going good exactly i think that the rhythm the momentum we have is good and um uh if we live in god's timing you're not even gonna get old you know i'm telling you that right now by experience but if we live in god's timing uh, he will provide accordingly uh logically spiritually in maturity in spirituality and he's going he's going to start providing for the church and like I said, any sheep will be at the level of the pastor or or the usher leader or, you know, and that's exactly what we're looking yeah, for. Right. And not only that, but with the faithfulness, without causing division, still keeping it in our family, still keeping it grateful. Exactly. You know, and but guess what? With the same knowledge to be able to teach a family, their family, how to grow healthy and strong, exactly. too, you know, and take the church to the next level. Right. So the idea is to make a sheep as strong as they grow. And then they will make another sheep as strong as they are. Yes. Right? And then from there, we're going to have pastors, leaders, mm. teachers, preachers. You know, and I can't wait. It's happening now. It's happening now. Started with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Next year, you guys are being delegated for so much. You know? And, and, and guess what? There's going to be fruit of that for, the, for next year. Amen. Yeah. The idea yeah. is for me to be in charge of the things that that I'm supposed to be in charge, and for the delegated authority to be in charge of the things that they supposed to how the run the church supposed to run. That's right, Amen. and it's and it's um it goes down to where you just share the knowledge with everyone. Like you just share, you don't you don't get jealous with the knowledge, and you don't get um, you don't hold it in for just yourself. Exactly, yeah. the savior is for not just only one person. Mm-hmm. The savior is for for all his people, Absolutely. all of his children, and that's what it's about. Amen. That's what this beautiful church is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just I, I I love looking, reflecting on on the past. It's it's a it's a good pastime. And like when I'm driving, I I think, oh my god, like I, I never would have thought we would have a drummer. We ha- we always had the guitarist, we had the singer, and out of nowhere, we get a drummer, mm-hmm. and it's like from the most unexpected place ever. Abby brought someone from Vow G1 or to Vow G1. And, uh, and he liked it a lot and he thought it was really cool. And then we found out he played drums and now he's drumming for the worship team. And, and it's he's just, 15. Yeah, yeah, he's 15. <laughs> it's, it's just, he's a good it's, drummer. He's a very good drummer. It's insane how everything comes together. That's, I, on my dad's car keys is this little um, like a medallion thing. And it's Romans 828. All things work together for those who love God, I think, yeah. or something, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. I, I love how everything comes full circle yeah. all the time. And that's what I've been noticing. That's what I, I love to see and look back on is that 
that one factor that I would have never thought would have been so important is like the most important thing of the entire story. And um, to me, that's really cool to, to look at and to be thankful for with God. Amen. And to remind everyone, like, there's there's always hope. Hope was provided with through Jesus, and Jesus gives that hope to us to to live another day and fight another day, and gives us the opportunity, the privilege mm -hmm. to go to work, to to see our families, and if mm -hmm. even if to those that don't have their families, it, it gives you a chance. It gives you a second chance of of living, a second mm -hmm. maybe a chance to help someone else. Right. So that's the reason for this podcast, and that's the point. For um, we want to we want to expand like pastors always taught us use all the tools that you have. So we want to use this to to reach out to the people that are hurting, the people that are depressive. Like we said, these times Thanksgiving, New Year's, um, Christmas. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll, throughout the whole year there's there's sad times, but these times are are, are um, that people feel like they are they're alone. They don't have no one to celebrate with. They have no one to ask for help with. We encourage you to come and and ask all of church for that for that help. If you just need us to go hang out with you, I promise you, Leo has a cat. Yeah. We'll, take, <laughs> we'll take Leo and the cat. And we just want to encourage you that that whenever you need anything, come to all of church. We'll put the we'll put the address and we'll put all of our information there so that you have somewhere to to um, congregate, to hang out with people, to to mm -hmm. so you can see hope. So you can see hope in a visual sense, like we said. We come to church because it's an example of a healthy living Absolutely. and a healthy life. And with that, we just want to conclude and we expect that, um, I'm sorry, we don't expect anything. We want, <laughs> we hope and we pray that this is of a blessing to you and mm -hmm. that uh, you see that um, if you're going through anything, you're not alone and you're, you don't have to fight your battles anymore. You don't have to fix your focus on that depression, on that stress, on that anxiety or that worry. All you got to fix your focus is on um, God. Absolutely. And if you're an unbeliever and you're listening to this and you went through the whole podcast, mm -hmm. it's no coincidence. I think that uh, God has his plan, like, like we were talking about. And, and there's, no, there's no coincidence that you're listening to this and, and you have that little spark that is kind of telling you, should I try it? Should I not try it? You know, don't be afraid to take that step because I believe God is trying to reach out to you. and. Mm -hmm definitely find you and bring you home because i'll tell you what uh if god is with you nobody and nothing can be against you so amen um please you know check out our website check out our uh our facebook our instagram check out you know this there's more uh podcasts that, that you can find and listen mm -hmm. also on youtube and you know simply like esteban says come and visit us visit us and be here and and come and experience what we're talking about. Because the best part of, of our church is that uh, you don't have to fake to be someone that you're not. You have to be yourself. That's the only requirement to become a member of our church. You know, and it's not about what you believe or not. It's about building a relationship with God. So Amen. just come and do that. And you, I promise you, uh, you, like Esteban says, you're not alone. You're going to find out that you have a family here. Uh, we have... Um, couple persons, a couple people that are skeptical and they're finding it amazing. They're, they're liking it and, and they're enjoying themselves and learning, which is the best part. You know, they question everything, but <laughs> guess what? They're here and they're learning. That's what it's about. Again, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for new content every week. God bless.